2: To America Meditating Radio that was Letting Go from Inclusion Revolution Together with Love. That meditation always takes me into another place. <laughs> of course it does, <laughs> but I love it. It just really reminds me of the importance of our being able to let go of these limits, you know, the attachments to name, gender, role, even expectations. All of that have to be released from our consciousness so that we can amplify our lives and amplify our influence, not influence in terms of please see me, please know me, please acknowledge me, please recognize me. No, see me because I'm just glowing. Everything about who and how I show up has got virtues, has got values, it has got principles. I'm looking at 2021 as a particular beginning of an age or a cycle where there will be a call from deep within for us to amplify our innate beauty, our innate powers, our innate qualities. And you can feel it because with all the negative vibrations that we've been through, perhaps in the last few years, there must be a feeling that I need to return to what is true and what is noble. Today our special guest is none other than Andrea Hanneman, She's a wellness influencer, and Andrea is also known as Andy. She has an incredible story. After suffering from a slew of health issues, Andrea decided it was time to make a change. So she quit animal products and processed foods and embarked on a new way of eating that transformed her health and her body and now guides the way that she eats and feeds her family of five. Andy began documenting this experience a few years ago and has amassed an incredible following of 1.3 million followers on Instagram, where she's known as Earth Andy. Her new book is entitled Plant Over Process, 75 Simple and Delicious Plant-Based on Nourishing Your Body and Eating from the Earth. Her family spends their days surfing, cooking, and basking in the beauties of the Hawaiian lifestyle, where they reside in Hawaii. Today, we welcome Andrea Hanneman to America Meditating um, Radio. Andrea, help me. Oahu.
0: There Oahu. It goes.
2: Oahu. Yeah, I couldn't get it out. I just, like, what happened to me? <laughs> Hi. Welcome to AM Radio. So glad to have you.
1: Hi. Thank you for having me.
2: Oh, it's my pleasure. So, you've changed your diet. Were you born vegetarian, or did you eventually kind of morph into that as you? recognize that food had a very big impact on the way that you were feeling.
1: Yeah, I grew up pretty traditional, you know, meat, carb, vegetable. My dad grew up a farmer. So the idea of going plant-based or vegan seemed a little extreme to me when it happened. I did it about five years ago. But after doing a lot of research and really just tuning into what I felt like would help me, I just kept going back to trust in nature. Just try trusting in nature and start there. And when I blocked out all the other information and, you know, all the claims that are out there in the world and there's so many directions you can go and just trust in, you know, what came from the earth and what's in your local neighborhood and just trying to eat in season and simplify and that is when I truly found health for the first time in my life.
2: Well, you've said that to get to the place where you are today, you had to become an expert in you. What did that entail, and was it hard? Because a lot of times when we go inwards, we don't really know what to do there, right? And then we kind of move away from it little by little because, We get mind-tied, go, well, what do I do with what's coming up in me? I don't know what to do with it. So a lot of people could spend, like, decades to try to figure themselves out, and I've noticed that some people, they just walk right into it. What was it like for you?
1: Yeah, I agree. It is difficult, and there's just so much information out there, which is a good thing, but it can also get quite confusing quite fast. It was actually my dad's advice for me to take the year to really become an expert on you. And hearing that from him, it just made me realize that I was looking for an answer and waiting for someone to tell me what to do. I would go to a doctor and just want them to fix me and have the answers, and I was constantly not finding those answers even though I was trying so hard to get someone to tell me what I should do and it wasn't until I realized this is my responsibility there's no one that will know me as well as me and I need to get educated I need to take on this expert's advice and knowledge but really honor who I am and how I'm feeling and see if I can connect those dots myself and It was when I made that connection and took on that responsibility that things started to fall in place that I never would have found those answers unless I shifted that perspective.
2: Yeah, I get that. So what's been happening in your life or what actually happened in your life that moved you to Hawaii, got you on a plant-based diet, you're all into your health, your family's with you, are you just done with the East Coast and all of us stragglers? they are
1: trying to find our way through here. <laughs> well, it's a bit of a long story, but in a nutshell, it was always a dream of mine to move here, like many people, and I was told as a young girl by my dad that if I really wanted to make it happen, I could, and I just needed to save my money, get good enough grades, and I could potentially get into school here. So that idea that it was possible was enough for me to do everything I could in my power to make that happen. And at 18, I applied for school here. I got denied. I had to do a whole year in college in Canada and reapply. And that was a really tough letter to receive. But I did go to school and for a year got my grades better, reapplied, and then I got accepted and moved out here when I was almost 19, I was still 18 years old, and that's when life started to unfold, I met my husband, started our family here, and it's been 15 years now that we've been here in Hawaii.
2: You ever miss the main island, like the mainland over here in the good old Washington, D.C., New York City, Hollywood,
1: California,
2: Wisconsin, Utah?
1: (laughs) I grew up in the middle of Canada, so I know winters really well,
2: and this
1: kind of here I actually see blizzards on the news and whiteouts, and I kind of get a little homesick for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like
2: the change of weather too. I do like it very much. There are many misconceptions out there about veganism. Our producer is a staunch veganist, and I'm like, look, I'm lactose intolerant, so just give me the break, you know? Like, I'm okay. But what did you discover in, like, transitioning from animal products and processed foods to a more high-carb, low-fat, vegan lifestyle? I mean, how was that for you?
1: At first, the biggest motivator for me was the idea that plant-based foods were the most gentle on your body. At the time, Mm. I had such a hard time digesting anything that I – I had a realization that I need to cut out everything and just focus on the most simple, gentle foods. And foods like animal products take a lot of energy and time for the body to digest, like 18 to 24 hours, whereas vegetables and fruits take 30 minutes to an hour. It's such a difference. And so I thought, okay, I have such a hard time digesting. I'm going to just give my body a chance to reset and see what happens which was really scary at the time because at that time, I was fearful of fruits and vegetables because they made me so bloated. But I realized that I just needed to cleanse my body and give it a chance to reset. And so it was a bit scary, but it changed my life. And it was worth going through the you know, a week or two of bloat and actually feeling worse before I felt better. But that's part of the cleansing process. And that's where it started. But as I learned more, and I gained such an appreciation for how I felt, I started to make connections between sustainability and diet and ethical practice. I have to be honest, I think that that part of it is really what's helped me keep to it. It's beyond me now and my health. I also feel good about how it supports the planet and stay away from things that don't ethically align with what I want to support and that's really what's helped it become a grounding lifestyle and no longer a question of am I going to eat that or not It's just what I want to support and how I want to feel and it Comes together really nicely for in what I believe and what I want to support. Can I ask you about
2: what you just mentioned that when you were using a lot of the fruits or stuff like that, you found that it was making you bloated. Why does that happen when fruits should be more like a fiber? Because I found that too. Like sometimes when I do have certain fruits, I end up being bloated. Then I feel like I should have been much more lighter
1: versus when I eat rice and Subzi, I'm fine. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what? Fruit digests so quickly. Like even melons takes five to ten minutes. And so it's already starting to digest. So in your stomach, well, perhaps there's other things in your stomach that are taking a slower time to digest. So if you have something like meat or cooked grains in your stomach that take a little longer and then you eat fruit after, the digestion of the fruit, causes gas and it can't pass while those other oh. things are digesting. And so even the order of what you eat can make a massive difference and something that I started practicing myself. If you look into food combining, you can learn very simple daily practices on the order of which you eat. Even if I have a plate of food, I'll eat them in the order they digest for the most part. And so For me, like you go to a picnic and you might see watermelon, I'll never eat the watermelon after I eat a cooked plate of food because I know my stomach is going to be in knots to this day. I'll eat it before, but I won't eat it after. Some people tend to say that
2: you should eat your fruits first before a big meal, and I've heard other people say eat it after. Who's right?
1: Well, I think if you have a cast iron pot, stomach you can do whatever you want and you won't feel it (laughs) you know but for people who are sensitive to the digestion it can really help to try this eat fruits on an empty stomach and not after cooked meals or meat and give that a try and see how that goes for you
2: okay all right because i keep hearing different you know ideas and how to do this fruit and regular food do you ever mix fruits and vegetables Is that a good idea? Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. Fruits and vegetables, leafy greens, most vegetables can accompany anything. They're actually a great digestive aid.
2: Nice. That's good to know. So your family is all on board with your diet and living like a really health nut?
1: Yeah. You know, including myself, still indulge in you know holiday treats and all of this sorts of things maybe not the same holiday treats that i used to but i think that indulging and enjoying food of all kinds as long as they fit you know what you stand for are a part of life like we got to enjoy life i think the difference is if it's controlling you or you're controlling your decision so if you feel like you're in control and you want to indulge that's a good thing. I think the problem is when you don't have control and you're feeling terrible as a result, then that's sure. a time to get some restrictions and gain that control. And so the same goes for my family. I've made it goal of mine to teach them how food makes them feel. And so if they go to a birthday party and they're partaking in all sorts of food, they recognize how that makes them feel now. And they want to feel good, so they want to make healthier decisions. So I think that that knowledge will help them through their life. And at home, we eat healthy, plant before processed always. And it's made a huge difference in our family. Like, we get sick so much less. The kids are happier. They have great energy. Their disposition is just happier. It makes it much easier to parent, actually.
2: I bet. I have to say, the children that I've met anywhere in Hawaii, they always seem to be kind of advanced, like 10 steps ahead of
1: everyone else. And I'm sure your
2: kids are the Interesting.
1: children. That and might that, be uh, a result of a lot of outdoors and a lot of simple life, be. very active life.
2: Yeah, it could be. We always call them indigo children. They're just so super in tune with things.
1: I love that.
2: Yeah. Well, congratulations on the upcoming release of your new book, Plant Over Processed. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: I made this book in hopes that it would just support anyone who's looking for that support, who want to change their health or learn some healthy recipes and gain a deeper appreciation for food that comes from the earth. Plant Over Processed is the rule I actually gave myself when I first decided that I was going to change my health, I told myself, okay, I have to eat a plant before I eat anything processed. At the time, I thought, you know, as soon as you tell yourself no, at least for me, I want it even more. So this is my way kind of around that. If I can eat the plant, then I can eat the processed, okay, that's a compromise I can take. And what I found when I did this was I would eat the plant while I really wanted something like cheesecake or a chocolate bar like an Mm -hmm. apple and it would settle my cravings and I wanted to continue my health goal of you know eating more plants and processed for 30 days and at the time I didn't really want to eat any processed foods because I was really wanting to do this reset on myself and see if it would work and so it did work after 30 days i was feeling like a new person. I'd never felt that level of help in my life. I didn't know you could feel that good. I felt happier. I felt like my brain became clearer. It was like I was feeling like myself should feel for the first time. So this book is everything that I did and that worked put into one spot to help someone else. And it's not a Book where I'm telling you what to do it's just suggestive mm-hmm. and I really do feel that people need to become an expert on themselves and yeah. get educated and use it as a support in whatever direction they're going whether they want to go full vegan plant-based or they want to start meatless Mondays or just you know offset their carbon footprint with their diet Whatever your goals are, I hope that this book can help inspire, support, and do it in the most tasty, delicious way possible. And I also made all the recipes very easy to make no matter where you are in the world. The ingredients will work for you. They're meant to be interchangeable and as simple and delicious as possible.
2: Oh, lovely. Now, you've given us an invitation to join you on a 30-day plant over processed challenge how does this work what do we need to do how do we begin
1: well everything's in the book it goes through basically in 10-day increments how you will expect to feel what you should do and what to look forward to and all the recipes in the book will support this 30-day challenge So you can take it as far as you want to go, but the goal is to eat more plants and processed foods than you ever have before and to see how that makes you feel. And I think 30 days is a good amount of time to help your body reset, go through some detox symptoms, and of course it will be different for everyone. Some people will feel great three days in. Some people might take months, depending on your history. But yeah, it's something to reset your body, feel good, experience new recipes, and just get excited about eating more plant-based foods, and hopefully experience a lot of health transformations in the process. Beautiful. Now, you talk about reducing
2: our carbon footprint and adopting a more environmentally friendly path. It's easy. you're in Hawaii but what about those of us who might be living in a more city like environment can we still adopt in a friendly environmental setting can a plant-based diet also help us to kind of navigate in the
1: city life so to speak most definitely we've traveled all over the world and I would say that every place we've been has been very easy to eat plant-based even in London which I thought would be more of a challenge Hawaii is interesting because it's quite expensive and grocery stores are pretty far away. And so it can be very easy to fall into a packaged, processed type diet because you don't have a lot of storage space. Most people live in smaller homes. Things are extra expensive because of tourism and you're on an island. And so unless you're growing your own or you have good neighbors that want to share their fruit trees and gardens, it can get tricky here, but it also can be the most abundant ever. But in a lot of places, it's much cheaper. You have access to a variety of fresh ingredients. And, yeah, it's very possible, you know. That's the good thing about eating plant and locally is grains, vegetables, plants grow everywhere. We don't have apples that grow here, but Canada has best apples ever or cherries or berries. So all the recipes also in the book are very easy to interchange what you have available to you so you can use what you have and not think of ordering food from an island. Mm. Absolutely not.
2: Have you had any realizations out there, if ever, you bump into the news or you go on a social media feed and you hear about the increasing deaths of COVID and the vaccine and the government and stuff like that? Does any of that interest you at all? The fact that outside of maybe where you are, there's a lot of drama going on. Does that ever impact you? Does it ever influence the way you want to see yourself, the world, the way that you show up in it?
1: Yes, it's definitely a challenging time. Same with Hawaii. You know, Hawaii's been on lockdown for seven months. There's The beaches were closed. There was police patrolling the beaches and where I'm from it's beach and then mountain and you have one road and a bike path so there's not a lot of place you can go you know a lot of local businesses are shut down forever it's a time that you know you hope people can come together and support one another and be empathetic and just do the best you can and You know, it's a hard time for everyone, and it's a hard time to stay positive. Sometimes it's definitely a time for a lot of reflection and probably new challenges mentally and physically than we are used to. And in the end, I think it's really important to just remember that everyone's going through this and to look for ways to help and just be in it together.
2: What have you learned the most about yourself doing these past few months?
1: I learned that I can do homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to do homeschool, but I guess I've been nervous, and then having a new baby creates obstacles, of course. I mean, there's always excuses for it, but I've actually really enjoyed homeschooling our kids. It definitely makes the days extra full on, and... It's definitely hard to keep up with the rest of life, but I really have gained a true appreciation for people who do a good job homeschooling. It's probably the most rewarding part of this time is to spend that extra time together in the day and learn together. And, you know, you have your family as your unit. Like, there's a lot of time where you're, quarantining and you're together all the time and I'm really Mm -hmm. grateful that we're all friends (laughs) so it's Mm -hmm. been good that's so good to hear yeah family has definitely gained a new level of appreciation I've always appreciated my family but I'm really grateful for our unit I get that
2: well you know social media is such a big thing and you started your page to share your health journey, and to basically move along with people whom you could learn from. Your community has now grown to 1.3 million. I know it's a big thing when people hear that. You think about 1 million people like what I'm doing. That can really, you know, make you feel a deep sense of responsibility. It could also be a little bit stressful. How are you managing it?
1: Interesting because I remember seeing one person follow me, and it was – Like, wait, what? Why is someone following me? Like, this wasn't what this was for. It was for me to follow other people and to learn and be inspired. And I didn't really understand how social media worked when I started this. And then I hit 3,000. I thought, oh, this is too much. Like, it made me very uncomfortable knowing that people I knew knew I was on social media and going through this health change. It was a very personal, vulnerable time for me. I didn't even tell my husband, to be honest. He didn't find out until like weeks in that I had made this health change. He didn't even notice. And then one day he picked up my phone and said, Earthy Andy, what is this? And I said, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I'm doing an experiment with myself. I'll tell you about it in a month kind of thing. (laughs) Right now, I don't know. I feel like it's a big number. It's a hard number to comprehend, I guess. But I am just really grateful that you know, if anyone's feeling like they're learning something or it supports them in some way in their own journey, that's really heartwarming to me. And I've gone through it. I know the struggle of feeling lost or like you can't control what's happening to you and it's hard and it's something that I live with for years and years and to find that there was a solution to this lifelong problem that I was having was freedom. It really changed my life. And that's why I'm so passionate about it and so excited for people to find it for themselves when they do. Like, there's nothing greater than that. And so to make it fun and just, you know, take a topic like, veganism or plant food which can be intimidating or you know have certain stigmas about and just keep it fun and lighthearted and inviting has always been my goal I don't come from a vegan or plant-based family and so I found that I can live what seemed extreme at the time lifestyle and still have all my friends be with my family and have best of both worlds And so I want that to be available and recognizable for anyone who's in the same spot and looking to figure it out for themselves.
2: Beautiful. Well, look, I want to thank you for your wonderful spirit and your service in helping us to be a lot more healthier. Could you leave us with the best contact information if anybody wants to kind of learn more and grow more with you?
1: Oh, sure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm most active on Instagram, EarthyAndy, and then my website if you're looking to dive into some more information. It's all approved by a doctor. It's earthyandy.com.
2: Sounds perfect. Thank you so much, Andrea. All the very best. Happy holidays. Make 2021, really one of your best.
1: Likewise. Thank you so much for having me.
2: All the best. Bye-bye. I really enjoyed our conversation with her. I learned a lot. I really want to also figure out how to be able to manage my fruit and meals as well. But can you imagine if you have a watermelon after a meal, you're just going to feel so bloated? Oof! I won't be doing that anymore. Anyway, for more information, just go to earthyandy.com if you want to contact her and find out more information. Thanks for joining us. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission, and we really are here to love each other the same, so let's do that. Here's Dance Away from Bliss. Take care, everyone. Be well.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website
0: for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.